Welcome to our study of the book of Revelation. It's a video series that's going to help us beware and be aware of the signs and the events and the spirit of the times to be ready for that last day, the day of judgment, the reappearance of Jesus. But while we wait to be blessed, do not be afraid because we do belong to him. Now we're in this letter to uh, Pergamum, Revelation chapter 2, verse 14. There are some criticism, uh, criticisms, there uh, is warning, there's also admonition. So uh, the letter continues this way, verse 14, but I have a few things against you because you have there some who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to throw a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. So also you likewise have some who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Now, the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak. Uh, this is a reference to Numbers chapter 21 uh, through Numbers chapter 24. And this is the journey of the Israelites uh, through Moab. And uh, there is Balak, who has a monetary offer to Balaam to curse the people of Israel. So, Numbers chapter 25 uh, Moab, Moab is uh, uh, enticed to seduce Israel. Uh, the text says this, And the people began to play the prostitute with the daughters of Moab, for they called the people to the sacrifices of their gods. And the people ate and bowed down to their gods. Israel joined himself to Baal Peor, and the Lord's anger burned uh, against Israel. And so... Um, you hear the story, don't you, in the in the Old Testament of the people of Israel um, running after other gods. Um, they're being seduced. They play the role of the prostitute, very graphic imagery of running after other gods, forsaking their faithful and true husband, uh, who is God. And they begin then to sacrifice to other gods. And associated with that is usually some type of uh, sexually immoral practice as well. Numbers 31 uh, continues, it says, Moses said to them, have you saved all the women, the women alive? Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the counsel of Balaam to commit trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor. And so the plague was amongst the congregation of the Lord. And so the teaching of Balaam uh, then was to uh, have the Moabite women seduce the Israelites um, and have them, be, um, through that, be brought into this adulterous relationship, not just sexually, but spiritually uh, associated with that would be the worshiping then of other gods, the Baals of uh, the Baal of Peor. Now, the Nicolaitans, we don't know exactly who they are. They show up in uh, Revelation chapter 2, verse 15, but also Revelation 1, 6. Uh, says, but this you have, that you hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also uh, hate. So we don't know exactly uh, exactly who uh, these Nicolaitans are. We just know that somehow they are associated with the teaching of Balaam, right? The, the running after other gods, idolatry, and usually, again, associated with the practice of uh, some type of sexual immorality. 
There's a call then to hear and obey. Revelation chapter 2 verses 16 and 17 says, Repent therefore, or else I am coming to you quickly, and I will make war against them with the sword of my mouth. There again is that sword, which is reference to Hebrews chapter 4 uh, and Ephesians 6, which is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And, he, and then the, the, this letter to Pergamum ends, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the assemblies or to the churches. Now there's a promise. To him who overcomes, to him I will give of the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows but he who receives it. So we have this reference to manna. So you go back all the way to the Old Testament and how the children of Israel are cared for in the wilderness by uh, by God sending this manna, um, this, uh, this bread from heaven. Now, John chapter 6, Jesus references that he is the true bread from heaven. We also know it as uh, he is the bread of life. So John 6, verse 32, Jesus therefore said to them, Most certainly I tell you, it wasn't Moses who gave you the bread out of heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. They said therefore to him, Lord, always give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And so the promise is that um, in life eternal, we will be given this manna, this bread of life. Now, there's also reference to a white stone with a new name written on it. So um, uh, the thought is that a white stone was given uh, as a sign of acquittal. Right, so in deciding things, um, coming to a just decision, if you received a white stone, again, white being a declaring righteous, there's a white stone with a new name written on it. Now we think Old Testament. So uh, if you're reading the book of Revelation and you're reading the book of Isaiah in parallel, uh, then all of a sudden you'll start to hear uh, these same thoughts, these same words. Isaiah chapter 62. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name, which the Lord's mouth will name. Isaiah 65. Therefore the Lord God says, Behold, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Behold, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Behold, my servants will rejoice, but you will be disappointed. Behold, my servants will sing for joy of heart, but you will cry for sorrow of heart and will wail for anguish of spirit. You will leave your name for a curse to my chosen, and the Lord God will kill you, and he will call his servants, the text says, by another name. Because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hidden from my eyes. For behold, I create a new heavens, and a new earth. Wow, doesn't that sound like Revelation chapter 21? Uh, the promise of a new heaven and a new earth. And the former things will not be remembered nor come into mind. And then verse 18 of Isaiah 65. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a delight and her people a joy.
Now, Revelation chapter 3, verse 12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will go out from there no more. And I will write on him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God and my own new name. There will be no more curse then. So back uh, back to the Old Testament, the promise of the name written on the people of God, a new name, the name of the city of Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 22, verses 3 and 4 says, There will be no more curse anymore. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will serve him, and they will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. We are marked with the name of the triune God, specifically in our baptism. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and what that says is that we belong to Christ. Not marked with the sign of the beast, not marked or belonging to the family of the devil, not dwelling in the habitation of the evil one. The stronger one has come, our brother, the Lord Jesus, and we have his name placed upon us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, we do belong to Jesus. And so that's the little... Um, a uh, little phrase that we speak about in the book of Revelation, right? That we are to beware and be aware of the signs and the events and the spirit of the times, to be ready for that last day, the day of judgment. But while we wait to be blessed, to not be afraid, because we do belong to Jesus.